All right. This this time for sure. This for time? I'm not messing around this time. For real I had a problem. <laughs> I have now adjusted, and now we can do a show. Okay, let's do a show then. Okay. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Boogie, it's your turn. Go, Boogie. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures. Stop laughing at me, I'm old. And the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex and perversion. And at the end, we sing a song. Uh, now you sing a song. I will sing a song. You sing a fucking song. Next. <laughs> Next. Now it's your turn, V. Recording live from Camp Fifi in my house, in the garage, <laughs> well, in front we... of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Yay! I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. I'm Boogie. Are and you sure? Here, I'm sure, <laughs> God damn it. Look, you go on vacation and, you know, we miss, you know, we have to go an extra day. It gets confusing, you know? Yeah. The listeners don't know what the fuck you just said. Cause... Well, yeah, because we pre-record and so we, you know, <laughs> Fee went on vacation. So we recorded two shows in one week. So then it was two weeks before we did a show and and then I, you know, forgot. Everything, everything. just emptied out of your head because <laughs> of your age. Hey! Too old for kink hey. wear. Hey. hey! Hey! I thought we were going to be nice this show. Ooh, says Wait, who? Wait, <laughs> was that a thing? We were going to be nice? No. no I don't no. remember that. No, though. that was never Oh, I was just supposed to thing. not cuss as much, though. Yeah. That's it. Oh, wait, is potty that a thing? Mouth? Are we not supposed to? <laughs> no, well, he's Boogie is not a potty mouth. mouth. So, did anyone do anything fun or interesting this week? Hmm. I can tell you what didn't happen that was fun or interesting this week. Oh. What? No. You're going to... No. No. You were on vacation. I was on vacation. There was you were sun. supposed there was to get vacation dick. I was supposed to get vacation dick. There, so here's you? what happened. Get to the bar. There's a cute guy up at the bar. I'm like, hey, yeah. there's a cute age appropriate guy. He's the only other single person here because this is a family resort and everybody was like families and kids and stuff. <sighs> and so I see him at the bar. I get up. I go walk up to the bar and my sister-in-law, she's over with my brother and she's like, oh, yeah, if he's getting her flirt on. And my brother's like, no, she's not. And my sister-in-law's like, yeah, she is. My brother's like, no, she's not. You don't know what you're talking about. So guy comes back, sits down next to me at the bar. My brother fucking cock blocks. <gasps> he starts just getting in on the conversation and he keeps turning it back into shit I can't talk about, like sports or politics, things I don't care. You, you know, you so can just sexy. look and go, I have a vagina and I'm pretty. <laughs> you know what? You should have done that. I should have done, done that. That's some yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I would have stuck a tiki, one of those little bamboo straws right in yeah. his eye. <laughs> and so then I thought, well, you know what? We're here for a week. This is only day two. I'll have another chance, right? Well, this guy... Ended up spending the rest of the week drunk off his ass from morning till night. I think even if he had taken me back to his room, he wouldn't know what to do with his dick oh. at that point. So I was like, okay. Well, you know, maybe you dodged a bullet there. So you could have had a drunken and, fuck yeah. week all night. Yeah. Come on. You could have kept him out of the hooch for a little while. But Keep guys, him out of the hooch and into your cooch. Oh. oh. <laughs> I just nice. wrote that. I just wrote that trademark. So, no, I got cough block, no vacation sex for me. But you guys, you guys had some fun, right? Yeah, yeah. We got cock blocked, kind of. <laughs> So Fee's got these two old, decrepit fucking cats that piss all over the place and should be dead, but they're not, and Fee's attached to them, so she wants us to come and check on her pussies, but not her pussy pussy, but just, you know, the house pussies. So um, 
the condition for us for fee, uh, fee, whoever this person is, uh, that, Abyss, Abyss. Abyss, the one I fuck, yeah. Oh. Um, so, um, so <laughs> I just love the mouth chops. I'm in a room with five women. This is awesome. <laughs> I can cause six shock. women if you count the podcast. Six. That is. Oh, mm-hmm. look, Aww. we do refer to her as a girl now. Aww. Thank you, Kathy. That's awesome. <laughs> so the condition. Well, you refer to her as a oh, ship, and right. the ship sails. She's yeah. Now God, who's sorry. fucking old? Right. So uh, we say we're gonna come. And check on uh, Fee's decrepit, fucking Pussy. aging zombie cats. And uh, my baby. And so I say, well, you know, it's the condition of driving down here and being an idiot and hanging out with fucking cats that don't give two shits whether we live or die. Hey, they were pretty excited to see us. Yeah. Meow. Thanks. I'm going to piss on your feet now. That's great. That's a kink. It's like what you do. Thank- well, oh. In, oh. The, in the shower, at least. So we come and we check on the cats. We feed them. We I give them love and pets. Mm-hmm. And the I, the toss up was, you know, hey, we're gonna you have a fantastic bathtub, and we're gonna take you. a bath, and it'll be bonding mm-hmm. and, sexy. and sexy. So we get wow. in the bath, and it was like that, and we we're all like, yeah, and it was cool, and you know, she brought like the the fizzy bomb thing that you play with, and you you know whatever, and not and not vaginally, by the way, those those things. Uh, yeah, keep that out little, of your cooch. No. Yeah, espumando. You know, it's not <laughs> not good. Espumando. So. Um, <laughs> Look at that. Hey, look. The three people yeah, that three speak people. Spanish in the room. I like. Espumando means foamy. And foamy. Is that what it means? Yeah. Yeah, bubbling. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. So, espumando bad. Don't put it in your pussy. So, to make a short story even fucking longer and more annoying. So, we're in the tub and we're like talking, you know. You know, it's like the movie where we're sitting at equal, each side of the tub and we're like playing with feet and, you know, it's all rubby-dubby and then I'm all, hey, baby, why don't you turn around? And so, she leans back on me and it's just real pretty and her skin's against me and we're trickling water on her and I start reaching down and I'm gonna go I'm gonna fucking get me some bathtub loving now I reach down I touch her pussy she tilts her head back in a kind of passionate way she moans and then all of a sudden I hear oops and I'm like oops what and then I hear and I'm like what you, you kick the drain open let's just push it down just push the drain down and she's all, I'm trying. Hang on. You, the, and all of a sudden, here is your window of opportunity closing. Here is your ind- window of opportunity closing more. You will not be getting dick. This is now not sexy. Now we're fighting <laughs> naked in a tub with Fee's fucking cock block drain while we're trying to get, I got a fucking erection, which we all know male impotency sets in uh, later in life. And so I'm like, ah, trying to keep the mood. Just now go push. And we're fighting. And the drain's like, no. And the water's getting lower and lower and lower. And, and now you're freezing. And now it's cold air is hitting us. And it's like, well, shit. It's just, and then fucking we just, then all of a sudden there just became this quiet moment where we both just started watching the last <laughs> of the water and our intimate sexual experience go down fee's drain i want to cry that's so sad (laughs) and we pretty funny and we cursed the zombie cats who were both sitting at the edge of the tub that both looked at us and said dumbass so it was like some sort of voyeuristic humiliation play it seems like at that point talk shit to me so you know one of the cats went in there with its paws and just scratched the little rubber thing so that it wouldn't close no it's I can teach you how to work the drain. It's over. The moment, the moment, the moment's really <laughs> over. Just another day on Pet Life.
life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. And zombie cats. <laughs> the type of things you see on that life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. Meow. Meow, 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 meow. The cats. FetLife.com is the world's greatest social media site for kinky people. And every week we talk a bit about the stuff that FetLife people are talking about. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about specifically has granted us permission to do so. So, we are... Wait. What? Wait. What? I said, wait, I did huh? the finger thingy I don't know everything. what that means. You well, flailed. That, I don't know what that, that means. Well, that usually means stop Boogie's or hey. flailing. Hey. Oh. This is a special Fat Life. Okay. Because we get to talk about our new group affiliates. Oh. Right? Sweet. Right. Yes. Hello. So right. we now have our groups. In, in, All right. Let's and do it. Okay. To explain to our fine fucking uh, perverted podcast listeners of joy and wonder. Of um, joy and wonder. Of joy and wonderment. <laughs> more, more wonderment towards us. So now we have a program. We have one of our volunteers, sweet little 7268, who is doing Yay. so awesome. Um, she has been contacting various uh, groups on FetLife and offering kind of like an affiliation program. Like, hey, we, we talk about you and post you on our stuff and you post us on yours and together hopefully, you know, we can get more information to each other and kinky people who are curious, you know, can can learn things because we're talking to people outside of FetLife on the show and they're inside of FetLife and we want people to go inside of FetLife because that's where all the good information we is. We want them inside. We want them, we, <laughs> FetLife wants them inside of them. Dirty whore. So we have yeah. a few new groups and at the beginning beginning of of every fet life we're gonna i want to just mention our our new groups and a little bit you know a second yeah, about them. them and because these are fantastic groups and this is if you have a profile on fetlife.com which obviously we're talking about right now you make a profile you can access these groups and then get in on all the discussions and things that they're talking about our uh First group that I will mention, and I love this group because it's just filled with cool uh, discussions, is Mental BDSM. Have you guys oh, been yeah. to that one? That's yeah. a great I actually group. joined that one after I saw it became an affiliate because I started looking at some of the topics. And it's it's awesome. a great, it's just a gold mine. And their, uh, their catchphrase is, a friendly place to discuss any and all aspects of the mental side of our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very... Yeah, it, <laughs> it sounds great. Girl, that sounds great. That sounds right up my alley. Um, our, our next affiliate that joined uh, this week week is rope bondage fee uh, again another one i joined after i saw <laughs> i'm noticing a trend i'm noticing a fee trend here wait what and uh and their mission <laughs> statement is the best um sorry it says rope 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 bondage it is a group completely dedicated to rope bondage and they say hey we appreciate all types of bondage but here is where we talk about rope bondage so if you have questions and curiosities about you know types of rope how to tie you know different ways to do rope stuff then that's a great group for that they're on our fetlife we have a page on fetlife on our uh Turdnado. Turdnado, pervertedpodcast.com, and it links directly to these groups. Uh, the other one is Daddy Girl Relationships. Huh? See, that one's not directly at me. Mm-hmm. See, that one's, yeah, well, I mean, that's more that's, that's more my thing for sure. <laughs> um, as awesome Daddy of Joy and some girl over there. <laughs> Over there, okay. Oh, oh, I, oh, now I'm getting myself in trouble now. A safe place to come and share your ideas and ask questions about daddy girl relationships. It's safe in the group, maybe not so much in the perverted podcast studio. So these are our new group affiliates. Please go check them out. You can check them out on our FetLife profile, perverted podcast on FetLife, or on our page on Turdnado. 
Now Fabulous. let's get into some of the fat life topics. Woohoo! Alrighty. So we're going to talk about why do male submissives confuse horniness with submission? This was fantastically written. It's an older post, but it was back on KMP uh, by Rock NY Sub. And he writes about his uh, interpretation of what submission means and how he is sick and tired of supposed submissive males who only seem to be interested in getting their rocks off. Uh, he goes on to say that in reality, uh, uh, reality of submission entails sub, uh, basically doing what she wants, not what you want. And he asks if uh, the only thing you're asking your top to do is things like cockold or forced orgasm or cross-dressing or, you know, it's really part of your submission to lick her pussy. These are not done in the spirit of submission. These are done for gratification of the bottom. And he goes on and he's very passionate about um, what it is to be a uh, submissive. I have to agree with a lot of the points he made. Uh, I, I love how he refers to the these kind of uh, people as the doomy subs. I love that. <laughs> I that loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they, that's what they are. Yeah. There's, there is a person in particular, obviously I'm not going to say names, but he can, he constantly complains about his top and says how she's not dominant enough and she doesn't hit me hard enough and this, that, the other. I'm sorry. That is not a submissive at that point. You are, you're a, you're a masochist. Don't, don't trance around with the label of submissive. If you're going to talk shit, about how you're not getting your needs met and how you're not, you know, your your top is not doing what you want her to do. Or at least you're not submissive to that dominant is another way to put it. I it mean, because be, if, if dominance is inspired and submission is inspired, I don't want to say that it's a hard and fast rule that if you want something, because even in the post, it goes on to talk about it's not bad no, and he to does, want he stuff. Yeah, I hope not. That's yeah. the part that I loved about the post when he says, there's nothing wrong with these things. If you want to be a cross-dresser, if you want to be forced to do something, that's great. Just don't call yourself a submissive because you're not. That's not being submissive. That means that you're either into humiliation play, you're into cross-dressing, you're into uh, voyeurism, anything. You want to watch her with another guy, you're into voyeurism. That doesn't mean you're a submissive. It's when, you com it's when they confuse the two. And I have to say that a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, he was asking me, so how did, I went to a particular uh, femdom party, and he said, how, how was I? I said, you know, it was just filled with a bunch of predatory men, and he just laughed his ass off, thinking, wait a minute, that was a femdom party, how can there be predatory men there? And I said, because they're not submissive, and they have this predatory vibe about them where they're just looking for someone who's going to do for them what they want them to do, and that is not a submissive. So just own up to that, own up to the fact that that's what you want. If you want to be called a bottom, if you want to be called, you know, a, a masochist or you want to be called something along those lines, that's fine. And he talks about in, in this, he talks about submission is what you guys make it, you know, and he, this is his interpretation, just like this is Kathy and I's interpretation of what it is. Um, I've had people I've played with where they, or they asked to play and all they're interested in is a little light CBT, um, sensation play and forced orgasm. That means you want me to kind of rub you gently, slack your balls around a little bit, and make and jerk you off. <laughs> Absolutely not. Go, I, clean, go clean my goddamn yeah, tires. No. Go, go, go That's clean submission. my house. Just then. Yeah. During my adventures in topping that happened a little bit last year, because I got pissed off. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try this. Um, 
and I mean, I had I had a good experience, and it was a it was a submissive male who knew that I was really a submissive female that was looking to try out my switchy side, um, and I I basically felt like I was service topping because I was doing basically what he wanted me to do. I didn't want to make him withhold orgasms. I wanted his orgasm. It was that didn't help me. Right. I mean, I wasn't getting what I wanted out of it by making him not come. So it did feel really servicey to me. Uh, but it was in that situation because I was still learning. So I needed him to kind of guide me towards what he wanted because I didn't know what I was doing on the top side. And then after that, I was like, yeah, no, I'm happier on the bottom side. I'm just going <laughs> to stick over here where I know what I'm doing. See, the thing is, if you had said, no, I want your orgasm, that's the top side. Yeah, that would have been the top side. So but that would have been the submission that he would have given it to. So what you're saying is that this is only about guys, right? Seeing as uh, you guys are going to bitch later no. when I sing my song being about girls, I just want to make sure that <laughs> no, we no. Do, a, do a little no, switch. It's, it's a, greedy, a greedy bottom is a greedy bottom. And you yeah. need to understand that if you're giving service to somebody or you feel, you know, what is the word submission? We talked about that either last week or the week right. before, where submission is usually not something that you want to do. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it or it's not something you like. But in general, the focus of that is the person that I am submitting to. This is what they want. If they want, and I, uh, you know, there was an experience uh, with somebody that I knew that they had a lot of stress in their life and uh, they were going through something um, that they had to get done and they had somebody who claimed to be in service to them and a slave and, uh, and they said, hey, you know what I need right now? I just need you to back off and be there when I need you, but I really need to do this thing because this has to be done. And this person who goes around and brags about being the greatest slave and submissive in the entire world kept contacting her and saying, I need this. I need this. Well, why, why don't you see me? Why won't you peg me? Why won't you do this? You know, and it's like, well, well, that's not what your supposed mistress or whatever dame, dominant, female dominant asked you to do. She said, this is what I need. If you're really going to be of service to me, then give me what I need. And it doesn't mean you can't ask for things. It doesn't mean if you're a submissive, you don't have your own choices and you can't negotiate that. And it doesn't mean that if you're a dominant, you don't like giving your submissive pleasure. I think what, what and he we're goes here. in and talks about that as well. He yeah. says communication between any of these relationships is crucial. And there is nothing wrong with a, a dominant wanting to do something for your submissive or give pleasure or if, hey, I know you really like this kind of play. But what he's saying is those who are put just strictly pushing for their. Yeah, own. basically, you're just here to get off and you just like the to, to wear titles, which, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. love so much. on Donald. Yeah, <laughs> as, as from the from because I don't think because when I first read this, um, it didn't really resonate too much with me because I don't have a lot of experience on the top side as a as a female. But on the bottom side, I like being able to tell my tops what I like and what I want. And I've, I've said when I want a specific thing or I'd like this kind of a scene or that kind of scene, I've, I've heard abyss. Um, tell Boogie I want a specific type of scene I don't think there's a problem with saying this is something I want it's up to the the dominant to say yes or no I'm not saying give this to me or I'm walking I'm saying but this is a thing I'd be interested in I don't think there's a problem with that no no not at all and it's all about how you present it. But if you're only going, hey, I want this, 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 and this. That's or else. Not, that's, no, it's not even an <laughs> or else. Bottom. It's just it's it's an just old a, term. Yeah. Greedy it's bottom term. is an old term. Okay. So we're, the next one we're going to be talking about is by underscore Beth underscore. And it's called BDSM-based relationships versus relationship-based BDSM. I actually, I like this one. I'm like, yes. Go, go. It's really cool. She talks about how over the years, the way that she's uh, looked for partners has changed. Because in the beginning, what she used to do is look at a, li- a list of kinks where she was treating it like a, a 
a checklist in order to find a person who ticked all of her boxes. In other words, BDSM was the primary consideration for her. But now she sees it completely differently. Instead, she views BDSM as something which blossoms out of relationships. First, she finds those with whom she has a connection. And then once the connection is established, she looks for, I love this quote, what sexy, fantastic, mind-blowing BDSM play it can be used for. Can she connect with them physically? Can she learn from them, et cetera? So the reason I love this post is because uh, she says that this change in perspective has completely turned around how she views people. She says, I feel like I'm starting to see people in the community around me not defined by BDSM, but by the wonderful, amazing people who they are. Oh, you mean individuality without titles? Who knew? Fucking A, what? man. <laughs> and what I wanted to ask all of you guys is, did you have you experienced this kind of change when you first came into the community? Were you kind of looking? Because I think we were all looking at them as like these checkboxes. <laughs> you, you mean I've check. changed? <laughs> <laughs> I used to also. I used to, these are my. This is my fetish list. I started a profile on Fat Life, and this is what I want. Who's gonna you know match up? Where who's gonna align with my kinks? That's how I used to see it. Whereas now I'm more like, I want to get to know the person better, and that enhances the relationship a hundredfold for me. Uh, on my end of it, it's it's that I've, I've kind of gone the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fist bump. Leave it to uh, the biz. Yeah, sorry. Um, for me, it's 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 definitely, there are certain things about this I really, I could, like, I love how the person was able to find comfort in their relationships and stop looking at the relationships they were in as practice for their next master. Yeah, that's, that's I sad. loved the fact that they can just, acknowledge and embrace what the current relationships uh give them and what they can bring out of that but as far as i'm uh, for me i'm <laughs> i'm kind of a pig i guess <laughs> i love that you're a pig you are my sexy pig yeah. wait, wait. <laughs> what sexy pig what wait. it's supposed to be someone someone back me up no no no, no, no. no. Sexy pig. You're, you're, okay let it go. like if a pig was sexy no you'd be my sexy pig. walk away no. boogie Just... wow okay someone else um I think i'll wait till boogie's done in the bathroom um i think probably one of the reasons that i don't jump in and out of relationships very frequently is that I want both me being greedy. What I want, I want the connection and the BDSM. I can't, I can't do one without the other. Just doesn't, that's it. I just can't, I need both. So, so you're that's an it. ethical greedy horse slut. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I loved about when she said that she first makes the relationship with them and then finds what she can get out of it. It's not always sex or play. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she can find a great mentor. Sometimes she can find a great friend who she can confide in. It's not, a, a, there's so much that you can get oh, out of another sure. human being. Mm-hmm. I have great play and yes. almost no sex. Yeah. I mean, with Mark. <laughs> <laughs> with Mark a couple times. <laughs> Mark's like, hey. No, I mean, I said, al- I said almost, but right. you know, but I, but most of the play I have is without sex. Yeah. I absolutely can have one without the other, but for a relationship, I need both the connection and the BDSM. They, she also said that she was a, uh, it, it helped with her, her poly too. Is this is it? She did mention that it was a poly situation where she could start. Uh, what helped was she didn't have to define people into certain roles, mm-hmm. and she can appreciate them for what and who they are without any kind of extra limitations on them. 
Would you say as, as a switch, as uh, you and Kathy, both as, as switches, see, it just seems like a more fluid position for somebody who really identifies as a switch. And I'm, I, I love the entire Zen concept, stay in the present, fuck the titles, allow the person to motivate that. And as, as a switch who can be either the top or the bottom or identifies that or is comfortable with going down that road, I think that seems more organic for somebody who switches um, because now you can just meet whoever developed that relationship and maybe you're just going to develop a top relationship with that person. Maybe you're going to develop a bottom relationship. What do you guys think about that? For me, it is it is about the individual because um, I need to have something, whatever it inspires. I am normally top heavy, so my my radar is normally looking for someone to beat. But occasionally I do find the people and expand out those who I feel the the need to bottom to. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm not only a switch, but I am also bisexual. And I have this really strong sadistic streak that no one sees that often. So I can play really hard, but I also am a total... Poor. Yes. And so that's just <laughs> motivated by whoever it is yeah. that brings it out. And I, I love playing sensually. I love playing light. I even like being a service top. So there's really, I love so many aspects of BDSM. Whore. That I, I, I know. All that, I'm trying to make it sound nice. Really, I'm just a whore. You like mm. all the things. It's true. I'm all the things. So that's cool. Oh, was I supposed to say something? No. <laughs> like my opinion? Do you have one? <laughs> well, I do, but I'm kind of, uh, I really love the Zen in my relationships and friendships with people. But if I'm going to actually be and spend time with somebody, then, then I have a checklist. There are things that I need and expect. Um, it's not always that way. Sometimes the person, you know, it develops that way, but in general, I'm, I really, I, I'm, I like being kinky and I don't want to go to a non-kink relationship again, even if I have a great connection with somebody. I don't really have like deep emotional connections. And that's like a big thing that comes up all the time in my relationships is I'm not a hyper, I don't have a lot of those connecty oxytocin generated type of feelings. So for me, I really just make decisions. Like I, I don't want to have a non-kink relationship. I don't want to have a relationship where it goes this way or that way. I, this is what I want. And I find people that want what I have to offer. And so I'm the opposite end and I'm, I'm completely okay with that. But I understand for people that really like that connection and relationship, mm-hmm. go for it. Knock yourself out. Yeah. And in, in dating now, I'm, I'm exposed to a lot of people who are, uh, not necessarily kinky. What I'm looking for in the ones that I, I agree to go out with is someone who's at least open to the idea of maybe, maybe they hadn't been exposed to it before. Uh, but someone who's got to put on the kink for me, I already know that that doesn't work because that's how my marriage was. And, and eventually defaults come back and he was not kinky and I wasn't getting my needs met. So it, mm. it does definitely need to mm-hmm. be there. Great posts. Yes. Good yeah. Fet Life stuff. Go to Turdnado and look at our Fet Life page. Check out our group affiliates. Aww. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to protect your bits. Learn some medical tips on kinky health with the biz. What evils would do harm to your dude's sausage or femme taco? Femme taco. How do you protect yourself from germs in your kinky play space? Bad germs. <laughs> These questions and more answered by our nurse that loves to hurt. <laughs> 
Abyss. That line every time. (laughs) Once a month, whether you need it or not. Uh, Fun fact. So today we are talking about cleanliness. I know it's kind of seems like a rant for the past couple, (laughs) but go figure. Health, clean. What? The cleanliness that is next to kinkiness. Uh, (laughs) That was cheesy too. I like it. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) And this is a follow up to the last uh, kinky health. There was a few people who reached out about questions about cleaning like their sex toys and why Matticide's better and you know what else can you use. So I figured let's answer those. Um, First let's talk about sex toys. There are so many out there nowadays with different types of skins and vibrations and this twirls this way and this touches this and this mm. goes oh, oh god we, we lost feet <laughs> was that just a squirting puddle i heard hit the ground what? let's come back now so fee likes the sex toys well the thing is we want you to first know check with your manufacturer before cleaning um but this is a quick and dirty 101 how to make sure your personal toys stay clean and this is with uh my goodness. The- <laughs> yeah, look, they're going to be like, it was the chair. It was the chair. You just farted on our show. I hope you realize that. It was the chair. Oh, it was farting. Yes. Um, if you are cleaning your toys, if it is just your personal toy, a lot of times just soap and water is all you need. Um, if it's a one that has the vibrations, make sure you try and avoid getting certain parts wet. Otherwise, your toy won't work anymore. But if you're going to a dungeon or you share with multiple partners, I always suggest using a condom. Um, It makes cleanup a lot easier than just soap and water. And for my personal stuff, um, using a disinfectant like Matticide. We asked, many people asked, why why do we love Matticide? Well, I love Matticide. (laughs) (laughs) Because it pretty much kills everything when left on for two minutes. Um, Someone had asked, "What, what about Lysol? Well, I did some research, and if you look into it, it says kills 99.9% of germs and bacteria with a little star. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, and you go down and look at the little star, it says when used properly or as directed, which means it has to stay there for four minutes wet. Ah. Yeah. Submerged. Basically. (laughs) Um, And it kills lots of germs for flu and staph and strep. And if that's, uh, if it's just a a general like play area, eh. but we use bodily fluids and they didn't mention anything. They mentioned herpes, but they didn't mention HIV and they didn't mention um, gonorrhea, chlamydia. It didn't mention any killing any of the STIs, which if you were at a dungeon, that concerns me, Mm -hmm. especially if you leave it on for four minutes. I'd rather go hard and heavy and basically napalm it with something like Matticide because, it, and it also didn't even mention um, killing HIV, which is another huge concern. Um, I'd like to point out hospitals don't disinfect with Lysol. They don't go, <laughs> you smelly dying motherfucker. <laughs> so bed pants for all those out there who were, who were wondering, I would prefer in my play spaces to use things like Matticide or the heavier duty um, germicides. I love that you call Matticide napalm. <laughs> is it really that potent? Oh, yeah. It, kind of, it, it kills like all the things. I mean, everything is, you know, obviously we're not going to talk as if, what do you get? You get a lot of this information from the, the CDC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, is the, what is that website? Um, the CDC, it's cdc.com or actually .gov. And what is that website? It's um, the Center for Disease Control. 
and it's a government uh, sponsored. Basically, if you're reading through stuff, they're going to give you lots of studies, lots of um, backed up uh, information. The uh, one of the other things that was brought up was uh, does alcohol like a lot of dungeons still just use al- rubbing alcohol as, as you yeah. know to to wipe down things. And I did research and. It really is not. Again, there are better products out there. They may be more expensive, but there was a study that showed out of uh, there was three bloodborne pathogen outbreaks when using um, isopropyl. Uh, yeah. So I know, oh. f- I and I I don't know the details because I didn't look it up, but I know that different materials also require different care needs. So just like you said at the beginning, check the the manufacturer. The packaging instructions will usually tell you because there are some materials that alcohol will kill it. Mm-hmm. And there are some that you need to use soap and water for because mm-hmm. that's really the only And once thing. again, that's if it's your toy. I don't care toy. what it is. If I'm using yeah. a toy on more than one person, mm-hmm. I'm going to use Matticide or some sort con- of cleaner con- or leave it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you don't have condoms, you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always like, well, I want to put this condom on my Hitachi. What if you don't have one? Whatever. Now you're stuck with a toy that you're going to use on other people. So like I'll rinse, you know, like the head of the Hitachi wand is a little porous-ish. Mm-hmm. And so you want to make sure you clean yeah, that especially off. especially those newer ones. <clears throat> yeah, the whatever the marshmallow, marshmallow heads, heads <laughs> the fake hitachis the photo and then and the photachi <laughs> so you're gonna i clean that you know with like you know rinse it off first and then i'll spray it with matticide mm-hmm. i'll let it sit i'll just let it sit just yeah when in doubt just spray it down and let it air dry yeah let it air dry and then of course you don't want uh matticide residue on somebody else's pussy or balls yeah, you want to you want to so you want to re-wipe it off afterwards and and now we start getting into like things like floggers leather toys pelts paddles things like that and how do you clean these things? And everything that, you know, we've looked up, there's nothing going to be 100% if you're using it on multiple people. If you get blood in something, you have to wait until that blood is gone or dies, just completely dies. So if you flog someone, if you use a leather toy on someone and you it bleed on it, then not only are you going to have to spray it with maticide or, or whatever, but you're going to have to leave that thing alone for a month or two. And the whole wives' tale about just sticking it in the sun, it helps disinfect it. No. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, a you wives' read, you read, tale like that? Yeah, there was a whole thing I heard uh, back when they were like talking about care of toys. They were like, oh, yeah, you just wipe it down and you put it in the sun for like a week and it'll disinfect it. And it gets a nice tan. And, like, and it, goes, <laughs> it goes to Fee's Beach Resort and cock blocks her and with her brother, douchebag. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it, I always like leaning on the side of caution. So if you are going to have multiple people, use a heavier duty disinfectant. Absolutely. God damn it. Bleach. Keep your snatch clean. Use your bleach <laughs> and get lots of toys. Yes. Get Why don't people send us toys? Do we have sponsors yet? No. We don't. But if you are interested in sponsoring <laughs> Go to pervertedpodcast.gmail.com. Please, please you know send what I want? five toys. <laughs> okay. Check this. Yeah, five toys. So we can do Because we it. each try one and then give one away. You know what I want a sponsorship to? We should have a, like a whole episode of like us just dreaming in Fee's Garage. Sea what World. Sponsor. Sea <laughs> World. The sea amusement park for our friends in uh, other countries that don't know what Sea World is. I want Sea Alice. I want like my own sponsorship to Cialis, Levitra, and Viagra. So I can, every time I fuck, I can say, this erection brought to you by Cialis. (laughs) And then have like a little jingle that comes along. (gasps) Wait, would that be every time? In my head. Okay. Let's move on, please. (laughs) 
Resurrection. He is always thinking, always writing. Sometimes irritated. She has giant boobs and her sex life is complicated. It's Fionn Fee. Especially with her brother. Especially with my brother. It says, okay, so the first thing actually happened during that conversation that my brother was cock-blocking. Uh, so they were talking about where they live because this guy is actually local. He lives somewhere in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so um so they were talking about where they were living my cousin was there and talking oh i lived in marina del rey blah 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 and then my cousin was talking about when he lived in hollywood and he and his now wife but then girlfriend ended up at some random club and he's like and it turned into this like dungeon man it was like a dungeon so immediately i'm like oh i have a story i can participate and totally get this guy interested in me right now and my brother just looks at me and goes no stories oh <gasps> No, I don't want to hear about this. And I was like, Are you but- sure he's your biological brother? Can we like end this? <laughs> so I was like, but but my cousin, he got to say that he went and not only that he went, but that his girlfriend got flogged at this dungeon party. Abyss nice. <laughs> yeah, has her hand raised. Yes, Abyss. Why was your brother doming you? Because <laughs> everybody does. So- <laughs> yeah, I want to string this motherfucker up by his nutsack. He's pissing me off. So I'm like, What if he's lying? <laughs> and we're all like gonna go kill this guy like a Frankenstein lynch mob and she's just moody so that I can get the entire so you, inheritance <laughs> no just so you can get our sympathy it, I'm being it with dick. my kid brother uh, so dick so brother. so I have to not tell the story there because my brother my brother is not letting me tell my story and later on that night my brother and his wife went off to bed because you know two children or whatever and just because their sex life sucks <laughs> and my cousin and my cousin's uh, both sets of cousins uh, there were a lot of family members but there are two sets of cousins both married and so they and their spouses were both there we were drinking and whatever and I said so this subject came up again about this in this experience they had at a dungeon and I was like so I'm just gonna tell you guys right now I go to dungeons all the time I'm you know involved with this podcast I'm kind of you know involved in the community and kind of known on this website for writing about stuff in the kink world and I came out to them and they handled it beautifully they one of my cousins had so many like great questions to ask about so what are the different types of kinks and what they were they didn't make me feel weird they didn't make me feel dirty they were like wow that's really interesting and it did feel to them when they went to that club um, that these were just normal people who happened to do a thing like if they had gone to a choir club and people happened to be singing. Oh. It's like, this is just a thing that people do. I didn't walk in and feel weird about it. It was like, oh, these people are normal people that happen to be doing this thing. And it was such a great experience that now I want to come out to the whole, not the whole family. Not my, I'm still not ready to come out to my parents, but it's coming. It's coming. Let's just chloroform your brother <laughs> before that. Who, by the way, on the airplane got really pissed off because I mentioned that I'd bought condoms for the first time in 10 years. What the fuck is this guy's problem? <laughs> Seriously. You know what? Have him up for a barbecue. I'll have a conversation with him. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, this is bullshit. Abyss looks really scary right now. This is fucking bullshit. No, this is fucking crap. If you are repressed and you don't want to hear about it, fine. Don't fucking tell and put your shit on you. That's fucking considering bullshit. considering also, by the mm-hmm. way, that I am his older sister. You know, that's when you slap in the fucking face. Just like. Yeah. Well, Look, everyone's clapping. <laughs> Just go for- Get him a piss. Well, well, one of our perverted studio audiences, she's met my brother. He's, you've met my brother. Yeah, he's not, 
I mean, he's a nice guy. He just doesn't want to hear about his sister doing anything remotely sexual. Well, he's just he a fucking prude is what he is. He doesn't have to listen, but he doesn't he's get to be Hispanic. like... He's also part Hispanic. He should be used to hearing about his family doing stuff. Yes, yeah, true. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was that just entirely prejudiced or what? <laughs> what is your ethnicity? Hispanic. Okay, you can talk <laughs> shit if you want. <laughs> father's sex life than I ever would want anyone to know about their parents. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, we so have a mic. We pick up our guests. That was a, really that was like one of our first comments yeah. from a guest. We got a spank. Are you going to spin the wheel of kink? Doing it. Okay. In a minute, you're going to spin the wheel of kink? Your brother should come and spin the wheel. <laughs> and I it, have it, a feeling it's going to land every, on, on sounding. sounding. <laughs> Genital torture. I'll, I'll do some. I'll do some CBT on this. Non-anesthetic <laughs> vasectomy play. Castration. No, we'll do rubber band play. What else, B? So you came out. This uh, worked great. Congratulations. Partially came out. And partially? by the way, my well, partially because like my parents, my, like my cousins, popped out. and uh, my and my my brother and and his wife are aware of my kinky tendencies. He just doesn't want details. But we were talking about the podcast. He was asking where we advertise, what we're doing. He just doesn't want to hear the content. But he he wants me to succeed. So it's kind of a weird. Well, he should. Mm, yeah. He should do that and maybe succeed should, in you getting like some dick. Fucking hell! <laughs> I'm working on it. I think oh. that's. Well, look, look, look. All right, let's bring this down. Okay, check it out. Break it down, Lee. This is why we have perverted podcast. Is so hopefully that people who are really fearful, because that's what this whole cock blocking thing was about. This was his fear of his own identity. This was his fear of his sister being more open to life than he is. This is about his being able to control what his vision of a family is supposed to be, all the fear. And that's why we have perverted podcasts. So hopefully people, not just kinky people, but non-kinky people, and we'll talk about that term later, that is the other term people use, derogatory. (laughs) Um, But I think it's awesome. You know, I hear these stories, we hear these stories, and Abyss gets all fired up. But in general, I know I'm digressing, but (laughs) Kathy gives me the nose-picking sign. I just think that's one of the reasons why we go out and we talk about these things and have the conversations and show just like your cousins found that we are normal people that are just disgustingly amazing perverts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the other one is uh, just a a quick thank you. It's about my outsourcing tendencies. Since I don't have my like one person that I would prefer to have one person that does all the things. Oh, we're outsourced? I I, I outsource (laughs) some. This time it wasn't you guys. It was other people. So you guys are different. You're in a special category of people I actually enjoy and play with. What do you mean outsource? So play? Not play. Other things I needed. So I'm going to explain. (laughs) But... <laughs> I um I tend to need not need want some domliness in my life sometimes and I don't have a full-time dom. So I sometimes I need it from other areas and I was I was procrastinating on packing before I left. So I I kind of jokingly texted to a friend of mine. I was like I really need someone to like dom me into packing right now and he goes I'll do it. And he did. And because of him, I ended up taking a sweater because he pulled out his daddy dom voice. And he's like, well, honey, it might be cold. You need to take a sweater. And I was like, it's Mexico. It's like going to be 100 degrees. I don't need I, I, I packed a sweater, which I did use on the plane. Um, but in, in areas like that where I needed I needed something to get me to do a thing I didn't want to do. Kind of the same way I I have Boogie help me with certain things like I, I didn't even crave a cigarette once this whole trip. Thank you. Boogie. Very good. Um, so 
Um, so thank you to that person who helped me pack. That was awesome. Um, then thank you to uh, my friend Bacon, who was awesome all week long, sending me emails every morning, being like, how's the family treating you? How are you doing? Like he was my support because he has a crazy family too. And you know, we, we kind of understand each other on that level. So I needed that connection with someone and he was that for me all week. And then another friend who I hadn't heard from in a while kind of helped me with the lack of kink for a week by sending me dirty, dirty text messages. And then I, I sent him dirty, dirty text messages and pictures back. And that's your phone. That's my phone <laughs> across the room. I am oh, Twice today. Oh, so my. anyway, the reason why I can't share most of my uh, vacation photos are because they're all very, very dirty. Although I did show them to Mark. You showed dirty of your vagina. Mark got to see the dirty pictures. Why did we get to see the dirty pictures? Because she was in the room. Because Mark's been in side feed. That's why. Mark has seen it up close and personal. So the next, now she's leaving in embarrassment. So we need to get Mark a glass dildo with a camera inside of it, so we can. Have her fuck Faye and see inside of her pussy. I don't. Okay, oh, sure. That, With the big, so look, Kathy is down. She is my fucking partner in crime today. So she will not be walking away. I will not wrap things up. Please, <laughs> go on. I just want to say I appreciate all the different roles that the different people in my life play to help me feel like I'm getting what I need. Until I find my person who will be all the things. Thank you guys. Cool. Hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Good job. Yay. Next. Good job. Oh. Yeah. Is it, time for that it is. I'm yeah, just switching yeah. shit around because we got some other shit to do. Okay. All right. We got some other shit to do. I'm just taking control. Oh. You know what time this is. It's you know what time this is? For rapping. Annoyingly bad rap. <laughs> That's what time it is, motherfucker. It's Polly in Nevada's favorite segment. I don't know who those are, but God damn it, I love that you love Okay, so here's what it is. Every month we do this. Our perverted podcast listeners give us a topic to write some funky fresh rhymes about, and then we do it and we bring it. And this month is Pirates. Pervy. Pervy Pirates. Mine aren't so pervy. All right, you going to do this? Yeah. All right, we got, we're just going to go around the same way we do. All right. All right, let's do it. Want you go? Fee. Met a guy while out to sea, cruising for a bruising on the SS Horny with an anal hook up his sleeve. Introduced <laughs> me to a fella named One-Eyed Willie. I shivered his timber. Or was that his dick? My poop deck was flooded when he plundered my clit. He looked snarling, kitschy on your knees, wench. Then shoved his peg leg into my booty all drenched. The part of this story that's so freaking dope. Most pervy pirates have skills with some rope. (laughs) (laughs) Annoyingly (laughs) bad. It was annoyingly bad. (laughs) Kathy, you gonna bust it out? All right, here we go. 
Talk like a pirate day. Yeah, it's a thing. On September 19th, it's a pirate party fling. They throw off all their suits, all those stuffy clothes that match, and instead they don a hook and a spiffy eye patch. They greet their friends with aye and a bit of our matey. But after all that grog, it starts to get a little hazy. They raise a toast and scream, drink up me hearties, yo-ho. Give the stink eye to the schmuck who dares to order a Bordeaux. From here, things just get worse and their antics just get bolder as they offer a fake cracker to the fake bird on their shoulder. <laughs> hey, they're just having fun. It's just a little play, because dead men tell no tales. So a vast ahoy gang Way, but when they pay the tab with their trusty piece of eight, makes me wonder if instead we should sign a section eight. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow! Kathy is like a rap goddess, <laughs> dude. Kathy went off on that one. Annoyingly bad rap. I hate this section. <laughs> Do it, Abyss. <laughs> You can do it. I had to write this for her because she didn't write her own I rap. Didn't. So I said, okay, I'll write a rap yeah. for you. Oh <laughs> Give it a try. Right. You can do it. Mm. <laughs> okay, we call that a check hike. <laughs> check hike. Fuck, I hate this. Okay. Mm. 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 <laughs> I lost it halfway through. Fuck. I'm a horny winch, but I just don't do pirates. I'm bathed and smelly. I fucking like pirate. Oh, pirates. Start again. You may start. You may start again. <laughs> do it. You can do it. Just do it. Just I think Boogie should do it, do it in Abyss's voice. I'm a horny wench, but I just don't do pirates. I'm bathed and smelly like fucking primates. Fungus balls with rancid breath laying on top of me, I'd ch- rather choose death. Oh! <laughs> that figures you wrote that. <laughs> you don't write your own rap, you read the one I write you. <laughs> Annoyingly bad rap. I can't even do this. I hope you choke on a bag of dicks. On the seven seas, I pillage and plunder. Every sentence I speak begins with R. I know I've been uh, drinking a little too long because the cabin boy looks good when I drink me grog. (laughs) Shut up. (sighs) Eating limes so I don't get scurvy. Dreaming of wenches with hips so curvy. A horny pirate is no way to live, so I jump in the water and fucks a squid. R. R. She she pointed. Our guest pointed out that you had one eye closed. (laughs) (laughs) You were really getting into it. All right. (laughs) Annoyingly bad rap. If you have an idea for annoyingly bad rap, you can send it to pervertedpodcast at gmail dot com. I don't even know where we're at now. Where where are we? Yeah, where yeah. We're going to do a random floater. We got someone here yeah. that wants to spin the wheel of kink. We have a wheel of we kink. We have a wheel of kink. An official big giant. Mark, can you, wait, hang on a sec. Can you spin very, uh, a little bit, our wheel of kink? 
you spin the wheel, and whatever it lands on is what you have to take. Is that anal fisting? Ain't, oh, anal, anal fisting. Is that leather slapping on and That metal? is leather slapping. This is an official. It's six feet high. high. It weighs about 100 pounds. Someone built this for Threshold a year, a few years ago, and we have two of them, and we haven't used it, so we're like, we're going to take it to Perverted Podcast we and have ourselves it. a wheel of kink. So every time we have someone that will go ahead and spin it, then... Somebody can win whatever it lands on. And our guest in the... What name do you go by? TMG Busybee. TMG Busybee. So you're going to spin the Wheel of Kink, huh? Whatever it lands on, that's what it's going to be, right? Go for it. Oh, God, anal fisting. Please land on anal fisting. Go over to the wheel. Now give it a good spin. I wonder if she gets violent wand. No, wait, 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 wait. No, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, no. Spanking! Yeah! Oh, you lucky, lucky girl. So, um, Who shall spank her? Uh, Abyss is going to spank her. After that, run. Go get up there. Run, run, run. <laughs> Go get up there. We'll now put, put her bottom. Your head goes there. Your bottom goes under the microphone. <laughs> yes. You know, you can put... Oh, she's got a sexy little uh, peacock skirt thing really going on. cute. Now, wait, wait, wait. Are you going to bring up... Uh, scoot your butt back a little bit. Oh, that's... Yeah, right under that microphone so we can get that sound. Rub, 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 rub. Oh my god, I love that sound. Ready for a good one? Mm-hmm. That was, that was warm up, by the way. That was warm up. Get her. You can make noises if you feel. She's trying to bite her lip. <laughs> okay, and for third and final. Mm. Ah, that sounded delightful. Very nice. Yay. Wheel of Kink, our first official Wheel of Kink. <laughs> Thank you. To join the perverted studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we're going to put a slot on the Wheel of Kink vaginal sounding. Isn't no. that just like I no. I no, urethral sounding for oh, women? No. no. It's a shorter. Oh, oh! You guys are all down if it's a dude, right? Of course, yeah, they like it. You can sound a ureth female urethra. It's just much shorter. It's we just, can sound your dick too. You can sound my dick. You can fucking put my dick in your ear and then hear me when I'm coming. How's that sound? Choo-choo. That's an old. That's an old <laughs> ass joke. God damn it! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, TMG. Yay! <laughs> hmm. So, right, what's move, next? We do it all the time, so I just wanted to start making more jingles because I was sad and lonely when bored. everyone was gone. So I'm like, I'm gonna make, <laughs> make more jingles for perverted mailbox. Uh-huh. So uh, which one do you want to do first? Let's get into the the no 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 no. Let's get let's uh yours. I'll, yeah, I'll talk about the one because we got an email um from a guy in Australia, and I didn't ask his permission to to give his name, but I can give the country because you know it's pretty big. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just. You know, I don't like a lot of compliments. I don't like people gushing and, you know. Gushing. Gushing, gushing, whatever. (laughs) I don't like it when they're like, you're so talented. Because I'm not, so they don't say it to me. But if they did, I wouldn't like the gushing. But this was just, this really made me, and I showed it to all you guys, and I said, this is what we're here for. 
So the guy emails and says, Hey, I've been listening to the podcast. I really, you know, I really enjoy, you know, you guys are funny. It's a lot of fun. And he said, my friend who I volunteer with suicided, um, on Monday. And so he was, you know, obviously dealing with that. And, and basically he says, you know what? I went out into the forest and I listened to your guys podcast. And whenever my mind would wander, you guys speak in a way that just brought me back. And I just wanted you to know I'm grateful for that. That's, that is incredibly touching. So amazing. That is amazing. So I, you know, first off to that guy and then he said, and then he added, and it was really weird because he said, what's up with fish? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to know actually. In reference to our many fish sex fantasies with fee. No, no, no. That is, don't put a we. I was never she was involved. Here. You, you were there. Uh, abyss, you were here the abyss next was not down with the fish. <laughs> it was feet, we're going to bring a, a flounder and have you beat Fee with it on a show. And then a culmination of all things goodness. Uh, I would prefer a trout. Oh, trout, trout. rainbow trout. Thank anyway. you. Rainbow trout, not but, brown trout, ew. not the brown trout, which is an actual trout, but not, it's never mind. Anyway, anyway let's get back to this. <laughs> Wait. What? Never mind. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. But that is, that was incredibly That's touching. That's very that touching. Was a, as an entertainer, all I've, you know, besides pussy and money, which is why any guy wants to be a rock star, period, get over it. Um, as a storyteller and as an entertainer, when I was a kid, I had a really fucking rough childhood and abusive and all that stuff. So my whole childhood, the only happy moments that I really could grab was when I listened to my music or I listened to my favorite comedians or I got into characters from movies or whatever. And those storytellers um, took me for just little bits of time out of my shitty life. So when I became a musician, an entertainer, whatever, and that became my goal, I said, wouldn't it be cool if one day I could do something and create something that takes someone out of their shitty day for a couple minutes. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh, we're, we're doing it. That's yeah. yeah. So I, not to toot our own horn, but I, I don't expect to change anybody's life, but it is really nice sitting here with you guys and bullshitting and, and all the work that we do to just, you know, help people just have a better moment than the moment they're having. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, That's, yeah, it's crazy. I still That's, have no words. Yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome. That was that was a great moment. What have you got, Fee? All right, so we got a, an email. Hmm. <laughs> this is actually great. She says, my non-kinky friends are usually aware of my kinky preferences, but they don't judge me and they love me anyway. I feel like this is what everyone wants in life, to find people that love and accept us as we are. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So the idea of calling them vanilla kind of pisses me off. I feel like calling a human vanilla is essentially telling someone that they are bland or flavorless and it feels slightly insulting and degrading. Some people love vanilla ice cream. I understand that it's a preference or love for some, but for generally it implies boring. The whole reason I'm writing this email is to present the other side of this. We live in a world where we've made our own community to be accepted without judgment, and yet we have created this word that seems to have taken a degrading level of judgment on people solely because they don't participate in our lifestyle. My goal with this conversation piece is simple. Please remind people not to be a dick. To which I say, amen. Bravo. Bravo. This is my, when I saw this, I emailed, we're going to do this. (laughs) This has been one of my biggest peeves. And it's just, if you're going to be derogatory, be derogatory. Say, fuck you, you vanilla motherfucker. You know, be, be derogatory. 
But just understand that no matter how much you want to play it, like, oh, it, it's a nice word. What, it's not. I have had at least four examples in my life where someone's like, why are you calling me vanilla? Just because you're kinky? So my sex is boring, so my life is boring? It's a derogatory term. You just have to understand that maybe it's just get over it. It's a derogatory term to call people. If you're using it in a derogatory in a, yeah, way. Or yeah. if you know it, when you're talking, it's like saying, oh, oh, the Confederate flag. It's just about history. It doesn't matter if you don't like it or not. I think it's cute, so I'm just going to put it on my car. Well, guess what? Some people find it offensive. Some people think the name the Washington Redskins is offensive. So it's it, what pisses me off is people who try to make excuses that it's not a derogatory term to some people it is to most people in the king community yes you're absolutely right but i happen to like vanilla sex so if i'm saying can we just have vanilla sex tonight i'm i'm not using it that way and but i i agree with you and i understand what this person is saying simply because in the community we band together and and we're so sick and tired of being shit upon and told what we're doing is wrong that we take the erroneous mm -hmm. make the erroneous choice to then turn on them and say what you do is fucked up yeah the people Go outside when we speak assholes. on panels yeah I mean, this is these are people that are non-kink people. Look how easy it is to just non say non-kink. Yeah. There's kink and non-kink. Now, when we're among each other, I have a song called Death to Vanilla Sex. We sang it. Yeah. We in a derogatory term, I own it. I don't like sex that is boring and bland. And my term, my interpretation of that word is that it's derogatory. And if I use it in humor or white, that's how I use it. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. But when I talk to people who are outside of the community, then I say non-kink. But even in that song... You you called the sex vanilla, not a person vanilla, I, and that might be the distinction. If you're calling someone vanilla, it it does come off douchey. I mean, uh, I look at it this way: if you are trying to do an outreach kind of a thing, it is generally not good to insult the person you're trying to outreach. <laughs> <laughs> Abyss with the logic. I know, but this is where I'm going to sound like a douche because I don't care, honestly. Uh, it's one of those things. If I hear someone, I prefer if you're again, if you're trying to do an outreach situation, I, I, I will say non kink. But I do sympathize with those who have been told their entire lives that they're a pervert, that they're disgusting, that they are sick and depraved and anything they do sexually that is not in line with anyone else is fucking filthy and something to be ashamed of. If those people want to call what is not what they do something else, I have no problem with it. When you have the old school guys, it's like, and I'm going to use it, is when like the gay community c took the word fag back. I don't care. I won't say it. My brother's gay. I refer to him as gay. I will never call someone mm -hmm. a fag. But if someone wants to use that term, that is up to them. Just, I wouldn't suggest it in a outreach kind of situation. <laughs> or in a gay bar, like, yeah. a, no. you know, because those guys work out. <laughs> the old days when, you know, you know, that, that, the, you know, no, gays were, you know, seemed, you know, the image was timid or whatever, man. Oh, those no. guys, but now it's like, oh, you're gay. Oh, thanks. I have been working out a little bit. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> I work out. But I do, I do understand where you guys are coming from. And yes, it is insulting. I just yeah. don't care. Fair that, enough. Okay. I just like Fair. people to own it. Like if I'm going to use a word, then like in comedy or whatever, I'm just going to own that it's some people are going to be insulted by this. And like the word bitch, cunt. I use that all the time. Bitch, cunt. And there's women that like don't even speak, don't even think that word around me. And there comes a point to where you have to tell people, hey, you know what? This is how I talk. And I don't have just like Abyss says, I don't have a desire to change how I talk for you. So maybe our answer is don't 
talk to me. But I can't be surprised if I go into a room full of people who are not kinky and I start talking, oh, you're vanilla. It's a vanilla. It's okay. No, I like some people like vanilla. I like vanilla. I, I'm vanilla with chocolate chips. You know, it's like fucking douche. Just own <laughs> you're being derogatory to some people will be insulted by it. Mm-hmm. Oh, just oh, hitting the equipment. There. And I'm going <laughs> to take that to another level to prove a point. Oh, no. I'm no. going to sing a completely derogatory no. song because it's comedy. No. no. This, this is, is where where this I'm, is time. Nope. You're gonna sing this nope. with me. No, nope. nope. absolutely not. Actually, no, no, you're gonna sing. Oh, the headphones where are, they going? are coming off. Nope. And Kathy, I am Kathy, away. it's a mass exodus. I'm out. Bye. Where are they going? Nope. Where Kathy, they go? you're sticking with me on this. Uh, you and me. We're boogie? on it. Okay, look. In. Oh my All right, Lord. Sophie and Abyss don't like this song of mine, but Kathy and I are going to own this together oh by ourselves because it's it's a horrible song, but I don't mind. It's a good song. <laughs> and, and it just shows the point that sometimes being derogatory is fun as long as you play a ukulele behind it. <laughs> Here we go. Men, Men don't, don't like... like- what? Men don't like the pussy that stinks If you ask a me, that's a what me thinks You better take a shower or at least a douche If you ever want me's to go down on you See, it's loving I once knew a girl named Isabella Her pussy smelled like the breath of Godzilla I went down to lick it and I got a surprise The shit smelled so bad it burnt the skin off my eyes Men don't like the pussy that stinks If you's asking me, that's a what me stinks You better make a shower or at least a douche If you ever want me to go down on you Look at their faces, fuck them Come on, Kathy, do it I once knew a girl, her name was a Mary Her itty bitty cooch was stinky and hairy She took me to the fountain to make a wish I wished her snatch didn't smell like dead rotten fish Oh, Men don't like the pussy that stinks If you's asking me, that's what me stinks You better take a shower or at least a douche If you ever want me to go down on you Hey, Boogie! What? Just so you know, women don't like going down on a stinky pussy neither. Kathy, can we finish the fucking I'm song here? I'm just saying, I just want to finish the song. Go Look, fuck yourself. Fuck you. You're fucking whatever. Huh? I'm sorry if it hurts for you to hear that truth, but most men won't be this honest with Jews. You may think I'm stupid and full of shit, but at least you now know why men won't suck your clit. Oh, men, men don't, don't like the pussy that stinks. Look at me. If you was asking me, that's what me stinks. You better take a shower or at least a douche. If you ever wanted me to go down on you. Men don't like. Men don't like. The pussy that stinks. The stinky coochie coo. Men don't like. Men don't like <laughs> the pussy that stinks. The stinky coochie coo. Hey, 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 hey. You never are in temple with this hey, shit. Hey, 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 hey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to finish the show now? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stinky pussy song. The fucking reason why I hate having someone go down on <laughs> wow. No, you gotta do is funny. I gave you instruction in the song. You don't go fuck yourself. Anyways. Clean. Hey! That is our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. I had this whole other thing. Thank you for listening. 
And remember to tell your friends about us. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts, to Fee, Abyss, Boogie, and me, Kathy, and our perverted audience. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit thepervertedpodcast.com. Or oh, you suck. Or it's mostly just boogie sucking. <laughs> and finally, hey, please consider becoming a monthly member of FetLife so we have something to actually talk about each week. Until next time, enjoy being your damn kinky wash your fucking cooch self. Fuck you. And your balls, okay? okay. Wash balls next week. You fucking write a rebuttal or something you All right. said. All right, that's it. You're an ass. We're out of here. You're a fucking dick. <laughs> Men, don't like Go fuck the yourself. See, that's go fuck yourself. No, 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 no,